الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعض فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم As you're all aware we live in a world in which equality is highly emphasized We live in a world in which equality is highly emphasized and um you know you you see this everywhere i think this is like a common theme common notion everybody talks about it that um people are to be judged based on their efforts and abilities and not based on their race or their creed or their skin color you know they that everybody should have an equal opportunity and this is a, a very very common notion that exists um even in the society in which we live and is recognized worldwide as something that's good so you know this notion of equality and and by the way i mean this notion of equality although it's relatively new particularly in the in the in the vicinity in which 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 we find ourselves um you know you were here 200 years ago 300 years ago that wasn't necessarily the case there wasn't this equality there may have been a push from some angles of society but it wasn't a generally accepted circumstance but this equality um has is is actually uh, grounded in deen this whole sense of equality is is grounded in deen so you'll see even from the time of rasulullah sallallahu and obviously rasulullah sallallahu was merely um capturing and reflecting in a in a unique and special way not working. So now after like announcements is that now we're hearing. Okay. So um this equality um is actually um no. This equality the foundation of it is uh predicated actually in deen. And the notion in deen is that what differentiates individuals is not their wealth is not their language is not uh their skin color is not um their race what differentiates individuals is their taqwa is their piety and that um obviously that's the key focus in deen so the key focus is good deeds and avoiding sin and being righteous and pious and this is what distinguishes one another and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at this and because Allah is the greatest judge and the most meaningful judge because everything else is relatively nothing compared to obviously Allah's judgment on humanity and especially on the day of judgment that everyone is equal in the eyes of Allah and what distinguishes and differentiates people is their taqwa is their piety So anyway this is a is a is a very common notion within within our deen but this this idea of equality even in t- today's society the 
the superficial emphasis on equality is always placed on what we can do and what we can achieve. And and you see this within within society, you know, like um, everybody should be treated equally. Everybody should be given a fair opportunity. Everybody should be given equal pay. Everybody should be given equal pay for equal equal work, whatever it might be. But in our deen, equality actually is much, much, much broader than that. Although that's the gut reaction. That's the knee-jerk reaction when you think about equality. Equality is much broader than that. And what I mean by that is that when you think about equality, what that highlights for us is not that not only that we are not judged based on the differences that exist amongst us, but rather we are based on the taqwa that we exhibit. Okay, so that creates the opportunity for equality because any person, regardless of who they are, has the ability to approach their Lord and, and earn this very, very high rank. But equality exists in so many other spheres. And sometimes we don't appreciate it, but it's worth thinking about. Okay, for example, I'll just give you a few examples because I don't want to take too much time. But uh, one example would be that we are all equally vulnerable to the difficulties of life. Listen very carefully because this is what often is, is often missed. We are all equally vulnerable to the difficulties of life. Now, what, what, what does that mean? We, when we exist in our sphere, which we create these bubbles around us of people that we interact with and who, how we live, we make an assumption. We make an assumption that everything is going to be the way that it is and it will never change. For example, I make an assumption that I'm healthy. And I don't have the foresight sometimes to see beyond my health to recognize that there will come a day when I'm not healthy. There will come a day when I, okay, I'm young and I don't, I live in this bubble of youth and I start thinking that my forever, the rest of my life will be youth, but there will come a day when I become old. Okay. Uh, I look around and I see that there's people that are ill. Somebody, for example, you see maybe somebody gets a, a terminal illness. Let's say somebody gets a cancer and it's, an, it's a terminal illness. So the reaction that uh, most people will have is that, well, this happened to them. It's not happening to me. And the possibility of it happening to me doesn't really exist until it actually happens to me. Right? This is a, this is a very, very common way in which we live our lives, in which we exist. We assume death will never come, but it will come one day. We assume sickness will never come, but it will, it can come one day. We assume youth will remain, but it doesn't always remain. So what I'm trying to highlight here is that we are all equally susceptible to the difficulties and trials of life, regardless of who we are. It doesn't matter because I'm an American Muslim living in Chicago that somehow the trials and tribulations of life will not afflict, will not afflict me. They can afflict me and they will afflict me. And that is the reality of life. And we have to recognize that at any time that, at any given time, we are vulnerable to those difficulties because otherwise we don't live in a true sense of, of, of the reality that exists around us. So I may be, if somebody has an illness or somebody has a difficulty or somebody has a a sickness or somebody has a trial, it's not that it happened to them and it'll never happen to me. It's not that it, uh, that this trial is unique to them and it can never happen to me. It's that we are all equally susceptible to difficulties at any point in our life. And this is, this is a key thing that we have to recognize because without it, we won't take advantage of the very rare and short windows that exist. 
Without it, we won't take advantage of the very rare and short windows of opportunity that exist. Now, we can deceive ourselves and we can think that we'll never become old. And young people think that there's, these are old people. They're very different than me. They'll, they'll, the young people will look at the older people and they'll say, these are old people. Look at this guy. He, you know, can't even make sajda properly. He's an older person. So they see them as different. They don't see that I'm going to be there one day. But that's what's going to happen. Because age is equally, aging is equally distributed amongst everybody in this room. In fact, everybody is aging, they, but, but time has been deceptively slowed down so that we can't appreciate that it's going to hit us. We, the, the, the younger people in the room or the middle-aged people in the room, they can't appreciate that within 20 years they won't be able to do what they're, what they're used to doing because the, 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 the cycle of time has been slowed so that it appears that we remain in one place and that we'll be in that place forever because it's not moving quickly. But the reality is, is that it's moving. But it's, it's slow, its effects are slowly additive and as they begin to accumulate, then and only then do we appreciate it, but it's often too late. Now, hadith makes this very clear for us. What does hadith say? Hadith says, take advantage of your youth become, before you become old. Take advantage of your health before you become sick. What is that highlighting? It's highlighting that aging and senescence in general is equally distributed amongst the population. No one can avoid it. Every single person in this room is aging. Because we don't see it, because we don't feel it, doesn't mean that we're not equally afflicted by it. Everyone in this room is equally afflicted by it. There is equality in that. Same with illness. Everyone gets ill. Everyone becomes sick. And then when we become sick, we can't do what we used to be able to do. When we become older, we can't do what we used to be able to do. So this is something that the deen is often highlighting to us. Is often highlighting to us. And you'll go through Quran, and Quran also highlights the, the aging process. But everybody in this room has to appreciate that because without that appreciation, we won't maximize on the opportunity that exists before us. If we think we're going to be young forever, then we'll delay until a later time to do the things that we need to do. If we think that we're going to be healthy forever, then we, d- we will delay until a later time the things that we need to be able to do. The person who's wise is the one who says, I am going to not be able to do when I'm 60 what I was able to do when I was 40. And I'm not going to be able to do what I did when I was 20 when I'm 40. And so the person capitalizes on that, recognizing that the world around them, the fact that they are elderly in the, in the world around them is not a sign that they are elderly. It's a sign that I will also become elderly. The fact that there are sick people around them is not a sign that somebody else is sick. It's a sign that I too can become sick at any moment. This is extremely important for the person who is trying to achieve success in this life. This is extremely important for the person trying to achieve success in this life because it is the way by which we are encouraged to take advantage of the opportunities that we have before they disappear. And they will disappear. They will disappear. It's not that somebody else gets cancer. It won't happen to me or my family members. It happens everywhere. I I deal with it every day. Literally, I'm looking at the, you know, the, the, the cases that come across my desk and I'm looking 32 year old, 35 year old, 58 year old, 64 year old, 24 year old. And then I'm thinking, you know what? This is what I was thinking when I was going through my cases one day. 
I was thinking, there, there's no bias here. It is, there's equality here. These are equally, these problems are equally distributed amongst the population. I'm looking. There's wealthy people. There's, uh, people, there's people in poverty. There's people in wealth. There's people who are educated. There's people who are uneducated. There's, there's blue collar. There's white collar. There's young. There's old. There's different ethnicities. And I'm thinking that this reign of calamity, which in this case happens to be cancer, this reign of calamity is falling upon everybody. Yeah, I mean, it might be slightly skewed towards certain age, okay? I mean, but generally speaking, no one is spared. It's not that cancer comes and says, oh, I'm sorry, you're college educated. I didn't mean to afflict you. I'll go someplace else. Oh, I'm sorry, you're actually a young person. I didn't mean to afflict you. Let me go someplace else. Oh, I'm sorry, you were uh, a person of this ethnicity. I meant to afflict that ethnicity. It doesn't work that way. And cancer is just one example. There's so many other diseases. There's so many other difficulties. There's so many other calamities. There's so many other trials and tribulations. Those trials, tribulations, calamities, etc., they are equally distributed amongst the population. And if anybody thinks, if anybody in this room thinks that these things will not afflict us, then we are deceiving ourselves. And this is what Shaitan does, by the way. This is Shaitan's deception. Shaitan deceives us to think that we'll never become old, to think that we'll never become ill, to think that the, these calamities will never afflict us. Oh, this happened to that person and that person and that person. Why? What is the purpose in Shaitan deceiving us in this in this matter? His purpose is to create a false sense of relief. Once there's a false sense of relief, then everybody relaxes. I have time. Look, I'm not going to become old for a while. I have time. I'm not going to become sick for a while. I have time. But we don't have time. The time that we have is limited, and the time that we have needs to be taken advantage of. And if we don't maximize on the times that we are most able to achieve our goals, then when will we do it? We'll be limited. There is no tomorrow. There's today. And we have to take advantage of today as if there's no tomorrow. And the person who is wise is the one who doesn't delay. The person who is wise is the one who doesn't delay. They recognize that this is the time to rectify myself. This is the time to make toba. This is the time to make istighfar because I could end up in my grave at any time. I, I happened to do a rotation at the medical examiner's office for one month. And I think I shared some things about that rotation with you. But the most dominant thing in my mind after that rotation, and it's been many years since I did that rotation, I don't remember how different people died. I don't remember what the exact cases were. But I do remember one thing. I remember that there were people from all spectrums of life. There were people from all spectrums of life. There were people from wealthy suburb, suburban areas. There were people from less, you know, well-off inner-city areas. There were people who were highly educated. There were people who were less educated. There were people who were professionals. There were people who were not working in a professional manner. There were all walks of life and all different things that happened to them. There was no, there was no inequality. It was sprinkled across the population in so many different ways, and I can guarantee you none of them expected that calamity. None of them were thinking in the morning that this that this that there will be that my you know that there will be a big problem for me today, but they disappear, and we're all equally susceptible. And everybody knows this. Let, let me tell you where there is equality in Deen. Everyone knows this that at any moment your soul can be taken. Which person in this room can deny that at any moment our souls can be taken? 
Now, we make a big assumption. We play, uh, we play, we, we gamble every day. We wake up in the morning and we make the gamble on the assumption that life will remain. It's a gamble. When we put off the important things that matter and we fill our lives with other things that we've deemed to be important, then what are we really doing? We're making a bet. We're making a bet that there'll be a tomorrow when I can fix things. But I can tell you that that bet, one day we'll, it'll be, we'll lose it. One day, everybody in this room will lose it. So we should not be making that bet. We should be recognizing that at any moment, my life can be taken. Only Allah knows when my life will be taken. And to go to the graveyard and just walk around the graves. And just read the tombstones. Read the dates of the death of the people. And it's amazing. It's not 70, 70, 70, 80, 80, 70, 80. It's not that way. It's 5, 10, 80, 10, 90, 60, 40, 20. It's distributed. Yes, it's skewed towards older ages, but it's it's distributed. Uh, people can die at 5. People do die at 5. People can die at 25. People can die at 45. It's very likely that somebody in this room a year from now, it's likely that 1-2% of the people in this room won't be in this room. And we can't predict what age. There may be a 90-year-old, like, you know, they, there's a saying that the 90-year-old is the one that's going to reach 100. So the 90-year-olds may be coming back year after year after year, and a 40-year-old may not be here tomorrow. Because these things are equally distributed, and there is no guarantee for anyone in this room except the moment that they have right now. So what does that mean? It means that we have to take advantage of now. Delaying is a trick of shaitan. It causes us to waste an opportunity. We have to take advantage of now. We have to take advantage of today. Today is the day to make tawbah and make an intention that I am going to rectify myself and I am going to live the life that I should live and I'm going to seek forgiveness for the mistakes that I made. That's not tomorrow's goal. Today is the day to do that. Today is the day, now is the time to assess and make tawbah and seek forgiveness and rectify and make the assumption that we are going to die tomorrow. You know, I mean, like we could die today. Do everything today as if we won't be here tomorrow. That's the wise individual, the one who cleans up everything now. We should be ready. Literally, we should be sitting there and we should have a piece of paper. When I pass away, please make sure that this and this and this and this occurs. We should know that that could happen at any minute and we should be prepared for it. And we should be prepared for it on a spiritual basis as well. We should have already sought forgiveness from the people that we needed to seek forgiveness from, beginning with Allah and working our way down to the creation of Allah. We should have made an intention to do the things that we need to do. We should take care of the things that are necessary in our deen, recognizing that we could pass away at any minute. That's the person who's wise. The person who recognizes that equality goes far beyond this notion of equality that exists in our society today. Equality also reminds us that we can equally, we are all equally vulnerable. We are all equally vulnerable. And we are all equally limited in our opportunity. We have to take advantage of youth before we become old. We have to take advantage of health before we become ill. We have to take advantage of opportunity before it disappears. And the ultimate disappearance of the opportunity is death. And it can happen at any time. It can happen at any time. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to be able to recognize the opportunities that He's provided. And may he grant us the wisdom to not delay and to take advantage of the time that we've been given before uh, there are restrictions placed on it.
وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم صلوات 